It's Around the John of Philly's podcast with your hosts, Colin Summer and Logan Peter. How is everyone doing today? It is a fine Monday morning. We had a very average week of baseball this past week for the Phillies. Like usual. As per usual. Nothing really different. It's kind of kind of sad. Some, man. All year. Uh, I can't stand it. I just want to distance ourselves. But with the Phillies' current state of success, it's looking like that's never going to happen. But it is a long season, and we will bear with them, as we'll hope for many other fans will. Uh, but again, hope you guys are doing well. We're going to jump right into it because we got a lot coming for you today. So, Logan, you want to rip us off with some around Notes the league around news? The league. Let's see it. Uh, Mike Trout has been terrible past week. Uh, he was 4 for 31 this week. And, I mean, you know, Mike Trout's Mike Trout. He'll figure it out. But it's, uh, I mean, you never want to see this guy not succeed. I feel like Mike Trout's the type of guy where, like, you like tuning into a quick pitch at 12, 12 or o'clock. 1 o'clock yeah, and seeing that Mike Trout went 3 for 4 with a home run. Like, you just you just like seeing the best players succeed. I mean, at least I do, in my opinion. I respect greatness, so. Yeah. Um, Shohei Otani, man. Like, what a story this guy's turning out to be. He's carrying this Angels team on both sides of the diamond. He's pitching great, and he's hitting great. I mean, it's, uh... I saw what he did last night in Boston, uh, down down to their down to their last out, and he hits a absolute missile to Jack. to the corner. Uh, what's that? What's that corner card pesky in Boston? Pole. Yeah, pesky pole. Hit it right around pesky pole. Took the lead, and they won the game. Yeah, he's just he's done it all for them. And finally, the the Houston Astros. They are uh, they're coming back on. They're coming back on strong. A lot of people thought maybe you know. Altuve's getting old, uh, you know, Bregman and Correa have, haven't been the Bregman and Correa we're used to seeing. Springer left. Springer left, yeah, man, a lot of people thought these guys were going to start falling off, but they have picked it right back up, man. They, they're on a six-game winning streak right now. They've been red, red hot, and Correa's finally starting to figure it out. Altuve's still performing at a level that most people never thought he would get to, ever, let alone... Oh, yeah. Now, still at Justin 32. Justin Verlander had Cy Young, or not Cy Young, Cy Young, Justin Verlander had Tommy John, so he's Yeah, out. yeah, a lot, like, they, they, listen, this was definitely, they were not looking at this year as a, I mean, I, I guess in Houston, you're always kind of looking for it to be a good year, it's, I mean, especially considering the, the core that they have, like, yeah, but, they, they have a really good core, but yeah, like you said, there's, there's a lot of guys hurt, but I mean, guys are stepping up, Jordan Alvarez has been... Yoli Gurriel's been great. So too. good, yeah. Gurriel's been good. Like they've they've gotten a lot of help from positions that maybe they didn't think oh, they were going to get as much and, help in. And the the trash cans and the dugouts, man. They've been <laughs> they've been fantastic. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's a couple years ago. I still have. Um, I hope most people do. I still have hate yeah. for the Astros because I mean, they cheated. Yeah. But man, those cat those trash cans. Whew, <laughs> they are fire in that dugout. But that is it for the around the league news. We got some Phillies news as well. 100%. Oduble's been coming up big all week. Uh, unlike other outfielders, well, specifically center fielders, uh, he's been able to hold his own out of a couple of different people. One thing I wanted to add to the news was Hazley's back with the team. He's he currently at the alternate site, I believe. 
Um, so we'll see. We'll keep you updated. And that's good for them considering the yeah. amount of injuries that they've had. Depth. It's nice to have some guys coming back and helping them out, especially guys that you trust. And, I, I mean, I trust Adam Hazley to be able to go in there for a day or two and hold his own in the lineup. Like, he's not like Scott Kingery. He'll just go in there and go 0 for 4 and just, you know, walk back to the dugout and do whatever. Um, Odubel, I feel like his family started – figuring it out again and not even so like i i knew he could always kind of hit per se but when you don't play for two years especially in the majors getting back in that rhythm yeah man, man it's tough so it's I mean, easy. He's, he's finally starting to come back and uh he showed it in a big way this week which we'll get into uh, uh nick yeah. matone had an absolutely great day in okay for those in... who don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it all right where the blue jays okay first of all the blue jays are going back to buffalo now after that series it is not dundin logan it is Dunedin. Okay, wow. I'll repeat it back one more time. Dunedin. Not Dundin. Dunedin. Well, Nick Matone shined in Dunedin, and he had an absolute monster game yesterday, uh, which, I mean, we'll get into again, but, you know, it's it's hard to look at this guy and say he should not be in the lineup every day. I mean, yes. every single time he gets up, he, he looks like he has a plan, and, I mean, the, the two home runs he hit were just... Jacks. Moonshots, yeah. That's not, you didn't even think, you didn't even, I didn't even know he had something like that no, in him, and he no. just uncorked him. His, his swing is just so smooth, and yes. I know. And he's a lefty. Oh. I know the last couple days he struggled. You know who he reminds me of? Yeah. I don't want to be too premature. Don't say. Chase <laughs> I don't want to be too not, premature, nah. but. Chase Lowley had a little more power. Yeah, I mean a little more power. Little yeah, more. yeah. For now. For now. You, you don't know you don't know yet. Right, no one knows yet. All is, I know is I'm excited about this what guy. What I've really liked about Matone is just not only his consistency at the plate, but I think he's been absolutely gross in the field. Uh recently he's made he's had a couple of rough plays, but let's be honest, the whole defense has. Oh, yeah, but overall, uh, man, he's, overall been, he's been good. Overall, his glove has been absolutely clean. At short and second. At both positions. He's just, he's, and we've said it multiple times, and I think Logan's been the biggest advocate for this uh, specific phrase, but he has been everything Scott Kingery was supposed uh, to be. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, it sucks that we're paying Scott all this money, but at least we're playing Matone in his place for absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, you know what? If that's what we need to do to find a player like Matone, yeah, I mean, it's, fine. It's, it's, it's like one... I, I, I mean, I was baffled right away as soon as they signed Kingery before he even stepped on the field. Yeah, I, got th- I mean, I thought that was just insane, and that was a Matt Clintac move, but... I, like I'm telling you, man. Like it's 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 crazy. Like even in the begin, like even when Kingery first came up, though, like he ha- he showed spurts where he was like, oh man, if, if he gets on base, man, he's a problem. Yeah. But he can't get he on, get base. on base. He, so can't, he can't even walk. Like he, he can't well, even get on base. So he I, is no help. And I know his primary position is second base. So throwing I don't care him in what outfield. his primary position Dude, is. Him in right field, bro. He left the game with dizziness, probably because he slammed into the wall like four hundred yeah. times trying to catch he didn't fly catch balls. Anything. You didn't catch anything. Vlad Guerrero Jr. double. If Bryce Harper's out there, it's a catch. Catch. Like there's. Whatever. Simple, yeah, simple. Simple. Uh, Scott Kingery shouldn't be in there. Um, all right, let me. Let yeah, me, you got it. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, something that absolutely breaks my heart. Nola has been struggling. Uh, we all know what happened last Sunday against the Braves. He got demolished. Um, look, I think that his start this past week, uh, two days ago in Dunedin against the Blue Jays, I think that. Look, it wasn't awful, but he doesn't look like himself. He doesn't look like himself. This is a guy who who has relied on his command. 
uh, since he came up. It, his command has been his best thing. You know, he's not an overpowering yeah, pitcher where accurate. he can smoke you with with twenty, you know, ninety nine mile an hour fastballs. He's just accurate. And one thing John Cruck points out every single game he's announcing where Nola's pitching is that when Nola finishes, he's coming across his body. That's why we're seeing everything finish so low and outside every single time the right-handed batters. That's what he's coming across. And I'm hoping that this is an issue that, you know, the pitching coaches can see and tweak and then hopefully he can find his form. But uh, Nola gave up, what, three runs in the first two innings and then ended up going 6.2, not letting yeah, up another run. Scattered is, hits around there. Which is good, though. I mean, and he, he listen... Toronto's got a really good lineup, so if you can hold them to three or less runs for most pitchers, that's really well. But I always hold Nola to a higher standard a, than most like pitchers. Like a six run, yeah. a six inning two run. Yeah, exactly. I I I think anything anything less than at least six innings pitched and two or less runs is less than what I'm hoping for in a, in an Aaron Nola start. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Wheeler and it's the same I mean it's the same thing with Eflin. All nah, three Eflin's of those guys. more of like a 6 inning 3 run guy. No, but I look at Eflin though yeah, and okay, yeah. I see I I'm not satisfied with his start unless he is going at least 6 and Sure, Eflin, I'll give the extra run to, yeah. but the other two, I I need I need two or less in six. I'm, I'm just saying, and, every, like, and obviously every once in a while, like you, obviously it's not going to yeah. happen. But I think more often than not, you need we you need Nolan Wheeler to give you six without giving up more than two. I think in the grand scheme of things, it was a very solid performance. He ended up striking out eight batters. Well, know? listen, I think it'll confidence wise, I think it'll help him immensely, especially because he gave up those runs early and he fought back and. You know, he pitched relative... If, if those two innings didn't happen, I mean, he pitched a great four, so. I mean, and then, you know, here's the other thing is that, bro, he let up three runs, and the Phillies got shut out by Anthony Kay. Yeah, but then like, they... Like, bro, like, you, it's still, dude. It, but then they put up eight. So, yeah. I mean... It's like, my, my thing is... I is think it was Robbie Ray. If, if you're going to hold a lineup like Toronto to three runs, and I know we expect more out of Noel, but if you're going to hold a lineup... I mean, this is Toronto. They have an insanely gross but lineup. they didn't, is what I'm saying. And... And they know what they did. That's out. great and all, but I mean, the Phillies put up eight runs in the game. They still lost in in that game. Yes. No, Noah's we got game. shut out. Noah's game. No. Yeah, I, we I we literally got shut out. Was that not yesterday? Where that, Robbie Ray pitched? No, Chase Anderson oh, pitched he yesterday. Oh, was Chase Anderson yesterday? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I know That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah. Noah's know holding them yeah, yeah, yeah. six point two three runs. And the Phillies didn't score. Yeah, yeah, a single they didn't. Run. They didn't score a run. And but you looked. I mean, God, the lineup they put out. On Saturday. Oh, it was terrible. But he could have pitched seven, gave up two, and he's still getting. They're still getting yeah, shut out. I mean, he's still getting the loss. Yeah, at yeah, that point. I agree. Listen, so, you can't. I mean, he can't do it all. Like he needs run support. I get that. But listen, he pitched. He pitched well, and I'm. He pitched way better in Dunedin than he did in Atlanta. So. I mean, listen. It's only going to get better, and I think better lineup. Yes, and and his 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 next start's going to be at home and against Boston. You know he loves pitching at home. Boston doesn't matter. He's going to be at home, dude. I'm scared, bro. It doesn't matter. He's going to be at home. Uh, He's a a different pitcher at home, and I I firmly believe that. Uh, Bryce and JT, along with everybody else, have lingering health issues, which are very more concerning than others. Very, very. They're all very, very concerning, man. Like I've, I haven't really seen a baseball. They look like the Eagles. Like I haven't seen a baseball team drop like this in a long time. Like, like they're getting all these crazy fluke injuries that, like the ball JT took off the knee. Yeah. I was just like, really? Like how the hell? Like how does that happen? Like what? That's this. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Nap was supposed to play. He yeah. got hurt. So Marshawn's playing. 
who actually uh, didn't look awful. And no, I like I like the way he calls his games. Yeah. I like I like the way Andrew Knapp calls his games behind yeah. the plate, man. I really do. So I think I think he calls a great bro, game I behind want, the plate. Uh, listen, can I tell you something? I want him to. The last time Nola went crazy, two was three seven was Nap catching. I just want to see. Yeah, Nap. I mean JT pitches or no, JT calls does. a great game too. It's but I, I really do think Andrew Knapp when he calls games, he like. I think he does more research than JT in the way that, like, whenever he sees a, a lineup card, I think he knows to go look at some tape and, like, see. Yeah, I'm, if sure, a, if I'm, a, sure, JT I'm, I'm sure JT does it too, but I'm saying he's... I think I think Nap's game plan, like, when he goes behind the plate and, like, he he just he has, a, he has a really good feel for the game. I think that, yeah, I want to see him catch Noel for, like, two games. I'd like to row. see him catch a couple people, really. I mean, Zach Wheeler and JT have a really good, have a really good, um, yeah, battery. they do. But I really like that battery. I think I think and I, I like Nolan JT's battery too. I just think sometimes, like they just, I think they miscommunicate on things, and that's why Nolan misses his spot sometimes. And I, I don't know, but you know, whatever. Uh, Gene's <sighs> argument with Joe Girardi on the bench. Uh, I know most people probably saw this, and this was yesterday. Um, so when. Girardi went out to make the pitching change, the first pitching change. It was right after a Gene Segura error. And, you know, usually most of the time all the infielders go up to the mound and they'll talk about blah, 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 whatever. So Gene Segura did not go to the mound for the... Yeah, big, big yikes. Yeah, he didn't go to the mound for the um, for the pitching Meeting. change. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I'm, I think Girardi was kind of like, Dude, like we're a team. I, like I don't know, just because you made an error doesn't mean you can't come in here and I can't chew you out. Like, listen, I like Gene Segura and I like the way he plays the game, but sometimes he's a bonehead and he does. Yeah, I was about to point yeah, to my head and say, he, yeah, he's, he, he is a bonehead sometimes. Dude. He, and he makes he makes like it's not even that he makes stupid mistakes. I just think he thinks he's all right. Well, let's like see not uh, like he yeah, thinks you, he's a better player than, than some of the guys that are on the bench, and I think. That is a terrible way to look at it because, number one, you have guys that are red hot that are sitting on the bench waiting to he's take not your a, spot. He's not a player that thinks that he can better be better than what he already is. He's not a Bryce player. He's not like Bryce. No. Bryce always thinks that he can get better, yeah. and those are the kind of players you want. I don't think Gene's like that. I, think about it. We lost by two yesterday, right? You know who had two errors that ended up leading to runs? J- Gene. Well, yeah. let's talk about Kingery. one. Well, uh, Kingery's wasn't an was error, it, but I mean... It man, was on, man on first and second, right? The ground ball. Could have turned two. Yeah, he could have caught it. He could have simply caught he tried, it. He tried scooping and it tried like the to double baseman. it up, and instead he tried just well, he, he tried, tried running onto it, and then he Bro, and then I, the bounce just the bounce literally got there before he even got yeah, to the ball. He and needs to. He just he tried doing too bad. much in that situation, and then he had it, and then he, the ground ball, the other air. It was just bad. It was a bad defensive day. It was poor. Uh, it's something that I'd rather just not talk about. Uh, yeah, I it mean, was, and it's and it's something that Girardi obviously did not want to talk about after yeah, the game. Um, yeah. He made it very clear that he did not want to talk about that, and it was a and it was a bench discussion. I I saw Jim Salisbury tried to try to ask him a couple times. He was like, "So, uh, what was, that what was up with that thing? Uh, blah blah blah, all this yep. stuff." And he was like. You could just see Joe Girardi was not having it, and that's a bad look for him too. I mean, like when when stuff like that happens, you 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 know the report, especially in Philadelphia, you know the sports reporters are going to ask the questions because yeah. everybody saw it, yes, and everybody's wondering like, what what is my starting second baseman and my manager arguing about in yep. in the second month of the season? You know well, what I mean? Like, it's, I know, man. It's it's just I don't know. 
So we're going to get into some game overviews. Uh, we had six games this week. Uh, you know, the Phils went 3-3, three and three, basically typically what they've been doing all year. Um, you know, they're winning games, losing games, winning games, losing games. It's just it's just how it's been. And they've had a really, really tough schedule. So and they continue to have a and tough yes, schedule. Yes, they do. They have a rough schedule the first, like, three months of the season, I'd say, before they start getting into, like, the Pirates and a couple teams that they should handle. All right, so first game, Anderson on the mound against the Nationals Tuesday. Uh, you know what? Can't complain. Nope. He went five, let up two runs. The two runs came in the sixth. There's only three hits. Uh, on three hits. This is exactly what me and Logan talk about. Five innings, two runs. If if we can get that out of our four and five starters, that's absolutely fine. Uh, overall, it was kind of it's kind of a dry game. I mean, we put up six runs. Nothing you can really complain about. Everyone kind of hit around that game. Um, Bryce had a great game. Bryce had a great game. I mean, really, everyone had a, a great game. Went, I'm pretty sure he went two for three with two walks. Like they, it was the only ones um, that didn't really do much was Gene. He went zero for five, and then um, yeah, that's about it. Everybody else had a hit except uh, Segura in the yeah. lineup, so that's good. Oh, yeah. actually, no, McCutcheon didn't. But Anderson, he walked out <laughs> a run and an RBI. So. Anderson didn't have a hit. Are we joking? I don't care about him. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Uh, bullpen pitch great. Uh, you know, you can't complain when guys like Coonrod mm-hmm. and Kinsler and Alvarado come in. I mean, those are three solid choices, and Brogdon is too. I really do think the the bullpen has gotten immensely better from last season. Still not great, but it's still better. not great, but it's immensely better than yes. what it was last season. And yes. I think we were historically De- and Dabrowski's only going to make it better. I yeah. mean, this is not going to be the final bullpen. Like yeah. you're not gonna, you're not going to see guys like Aniel De Los Santos on a playoff roster. No. So it's only going to get better. I agree. Naris gets. This, uh, he didn't, no, he did he not didn't get a save. save. He came in for the... For close the, it uh, out, though. Yeah, to close it out. He pitched fine. Good. Wednesday. So... Now, this was interesting. Now, this was a great game because Zach Wheeler... Zach Wheeler, he scattered a lot of hits this He battled, game, though. But, yeah, he battled the whole time. Six innings, eight hits, two earned, seven Ks. Me and Colin were just talking about it. If you can get six innings, two or less runs from Wheeler and Nola every time they go out, that's all you want. And that's because exact. at that point you gotta expect the hitters to be yeah, able to you come ha- through. Yeah, you have a chance to win when that happens. Yep. It's simple. Yep. Uh, another great game from Bryce, uh, three for five. Uh, Reese Hoskins had a really nice game. He had a nice clutch hit for the Phils. Uh, Andrew Knapp had two big hits for the Phils, and he's clutch. Yeah, I want to get into that a little bit. Andrew, average, Andrew Knapp oh. in the second inning, uh, he drove in a sing or he drove in a run with a single and. That put the Phils up one nothing, which was absolutely massive because they really did not. They had, they had a lot of hits this game, but their runners in scoring position was it was brutal. Their numbers, uh, I think they left. They had a lot. Have, yeah, they had to have left close to 15, 15 to twenty on base and runners in scoring position alone. So, uh, who hit the who hit the home run in the sixth for the Nationals? Was it was it Odubel? No, 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 no. In the sixth for the Nationals. In the sixth for the Nationals. Or, no, 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 no. That was when that was when. Odubel and Bryce ran into each other. Oh, yeah, on the, bad. and they gave Avila a triple. But they they had two runs that inning. It looked real bleak until Brad Hand came in, and who has been awful. Yeah, he's been terrible. Yeah, Lowe's has he been terrible? Yeah. Huh? Drafted him in fantasy. Yeah, drafted him in fantasy. <laughs> um, he's he's yeah he's he's been bad. Uh, Odubel comes up, man. The bat flip, the swing. Man, it does was... he bat flip on anything he hits off? <laughs> he I really think so, does. Honestly. He really does. But, I mean, it was majestic, man, and I think he knew it as soon as he hit it. It was very clutch, man. Yeah, we needed it, dude. That's a massive win. You can't, you cannot go into DC. I don't care if the Nationals are good or not; they're not good. But you, you, you can't, yeah, you can't lose those series. Yeah, you, you got to at least take two or three. Absolutely massive. They go into the tenth. 
scored three more runs. Reese Hoskins had another base hit. Andrew Knapp had another clutch hit. They win the game 5-2. It's uh, it's one of those games where it's very, very nice considering, like, to say the games in Atlanta where you, you know, gave up a win that you probably should have had. You, yeah. you probably should have lost this game, and you came back and won, so it's, it's, yep. it's pretty nice, so... And they're going to need a couple games like that this year if they want to, you know, do anything. Yes, sir. On to the next one. Uh, the last game against the Nats. I believe Eflin got roughed up a bit in this one. Just in the first inning. Like, he uh, he held his own. Like, the first inning, he gave up four. Yeah. And then he gave up a home run in the six. But, so he went six innings, seven hits, five runs, nine, nine Ks. Yeah. He, dude, besides the first inning, he really he really pitched fine. And, you know, it was, it was kind of essentially what happened to uh, Nola in Atlanta. It's just a clunker, man. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they won. And the worst part about the inning is, really, uh, Josh Harrison's up with nobody on. Mm-hmm. And Nick Matone was breathing down Alec Baum's neck in in the shortstop third base gap. And I just did not know why. And then he hit a lazy ground ball right to where Nick shortstop Matone. would be. And it got through. Nick Matone makes a great play on uh, Soto. Gets the out of second. But then there's two outs with a guy on, and Schwarber comes up, and he just he laid, he laid into one. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm pretty sure uh, after Schwarber starting, Castro got on, and then Josh Bell did the same thing. He just hit an absolute nuke. Yeah. The Phil's offense was very, very, very stagnant against Patrick yeah. Corbin, who's been terrible really all yeah. year. Five hits, one earned, nine Ks, and seven. Oof. But, yeah, you always got to think, man. Patrick Corbin, is he's a good pitcher, man. and uh, You know he's going to find his groove eventually, and, uh, yeah, he – just so happened to find it against the Phillies. Yep. So they lose the series finale in Washington, and then they go to Dunedin. Logan's Dunedin. favorite word. Dunedin. They go to Dunedin, and you know, to be honest, the first six innings look very, very bleak. I don't think we talk about this guy. Yeah, enough. let's talk about how he's been doing, my boy. Well, actually, not my boy. Logan's boy. Vince Logan Velasquez, loves him. Man. I have a feeling this is what we're going to be doing all year is we're going to be riding the high hand between yeah, him and... Yeah, uh, Moore and Moore. Anderson, Anderson until they get another starter. But if... Dude, if Vince Velasquez can give you five... At least five innings of one-run baseball he's like he's done the past two to three, three times. Three, three yeah, starts. Exactly. Three starts in a row where he's done this. That is... That Fine. would be mighty promising. I I wonder if Vince Velasquez looks at Nick Pavetta and Cole Irving and is like, "Wow, they really kept me here oh, over dude, those guys." So I, I need to. So I need. Pavetta, so I need man. to start stepping it up. Nick Pavetta has been so so good. I mean, I can't even. I can't even fault them for getting rid of him though. He was no. so abysmal here that yeah. it's just. But Vinny V five and two thirds, three hits, so one it, run. It was a three walks, seven Ks. I mean, solo jack to Vlad against. Against a Toronto team who, like we said, they have a great lineup, dude. Yep. So if Vince Velasquez can go out there and do that to them, that is uh, a very, very, very pleasant surprise. Oh, and whose game was this? Hitting-wise, Lokes. Tell them. Yeah, Tell them. It was a reach day, man. I mean, so the seventh inning rolls around, and the Phils could not hit Steven Mass to save their life nope. for some reason. For some odd reason. So as soon as he came out of the game, though, man, the Phils pounced, and... They had the bases loaded, and they needed a clutch hit. And, you know, the big fella came up, and he provided a clutch Absolutely. hit, man. And it's, it's, he broke the game open. It's we some, like that. It's something you need, man. You need this guy to come up here and do these things, man. Like, but he, he went he's three for en- five, man. He's good enough to be able to go and do these things. You know what I mean? Like, he, I want this guy, Reese Hoskins, to succeed so badly that it hurts. But, man, sometimes when he goes up to bat, like, I just think, what are you doing? That's how I felt about... 
Brad Miller yesterday against yeah. Robbie Ray. Uh, lefty well, on lefty. Yeah, his matchup his matchup against uh lefty's Brad Miller is like Awful. a little sus, yeah. So um Bryce got walked three times. Uh Kutch got walked two times. There was a lot of walks in this game for the Phils. Uh nobody wanted to face Bryce at all. He went two for two, two, for two with two. three walks. Nobody wanted to face this yeah, game. But everyone was kind of hitting that game, so... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge win. You go, you go into Toronto, and, not Toronto, you go into... Dunedin. And win a game, I mean, it's uh, it's, it's pretty nice, especially against considering a really good team. Yeah, and this is where the rest of the team falters. We already talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we talked about this game a little bit. I mean, Noah, I cannot... I don't mind. I don't mind this line of six and two-thirds, nine hits, three three runs, the hits, eight Ks. The hits are a little... Yeah, uh, it's, it's a lot, but, I mean, he scattered hits around against a very good lineup. Can we talk about Vlad Jr. for a second? I mean, God, this guy is just... He just hits, he's man. Just, and, you know, his dad was a Philly killer. Like, yeah. brutal Philly well, killer. On the Expos? Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, he was a brutal Philly killer, but... This guy, his son, his son's played three games against us, and he had a home run every game. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? And, and yesterday, he just... What do you have? Six RBI or we'll, something? We'll, we'll like, talk he, he about just, it. He just, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the we'll talk team, about it. But dude, yeah. Their whole team. I mean, the Phils just didn't hit today. Uh, they're, they're. I mean, when you have Scott Carey playing, you already know it's not going to be a good day. So, <laughs> I mean, Nick, 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 Nick Matone had two hits again, like usual. Every time he's in the lineup, he's he seems to just at least get two hits. It's, yeah, it's you quite, know, it's quite crazy. But we get shot out in this one again. This is a game where Noel battled, 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 stayed in the game, continued to battle. I mean, he threw like 110 pitches by yes. the end, and, and the Phillies just man, they couldn't come through. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't score for him. And you know what? That's gonna happen. I, I really don't mind Aaron Noel's start, and I, I really do think that. He, he's going to turn it around. He's too good of a pitcher not to. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's a very good sign that after those first two innings, he decided to, you know, Lock in. step up. Yeah, exactly. So yesterday's game is uh, is interesting because Chase Anderson got rocked. And, I mean, like... It's going to happen. It's gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen every once in a while, and especially against a really good lineup. I mean, Vlad Guerrero Jr. just... Just the whole team obliterated us. I mean, yeah, the first three. I mean, the first three hitters in their lineup. The of, first of three C- hitters were of, halfway to the yeah, cycle. Of, uh, yeah, uh, of Simeon, Simeon, Bichette, and Guerrero all had at least two RBIs. Simeon had three. Uh, they let off the game. Simeon and Bichette let off the game with back-to-back home runs. Yeah. So I mean, listen, it's gonna happen with Chase Anderson. He's not gonna. And this was his former team, so I. I think he probably wanted to pitch well, but I think they all knew who he was. And yep. he, I mean, they just made him pay. Uh, Andrew Knapp got hurt pregame, so Rafi Marchand got kind of thrusted into the lineup at catcher. I think he was actually supposed to DH, but um, he had to get thrusted into the catch catcher role. because JT wasn't available either. David Hale had a, had a nice uh, three and a third of four hits, one run ball. I mean... That's all. I, that, I, f- I feel like that's all he's good for at this point is it, when you're already getting absolutely clapped, just go eat some innings yep. for us and get us through the game. But, I mean, he did a good job. So the Phil start... Ranger Suarez did a good job. Yeah, Ranger Suarez did do a good job as well. The Phil start climbing back in the, in the fifth. Because this, this Nicky Matone, Yeah, this was, this was a Nick Matone game, man. I mean, he went three for four, two home runs, four RBIs. The, how do you not put this guy back in the lineup? You know what you I mean? You have like, to it's, keep him in there every day, man. It, it, it's, he's, he's so good. He's just so consistent. I mean, Gene had two hits. Didi's hurt. so I mean, Gene also had two errors. He did. And the the, the defense has been an issue. Oh, and that know. needs to be that needs to be fixed on every, literally everybody. Besides, I'd say, Bryce. And, I mean, besides Kutch. 
the two outfield spots, even anybody in center, they really haven't like made much Errors. mistakes. No. Yeah. And Odubel's been really good in center. But McCutcheon's been awful. Yeah, Cutch, has been awful. Dini. Gene's been awful. Boom's getting better. Boom's but getting he, better, made, but he made a couple in the yeah. beginning that was a little sus. And Reese had made a couple in the beginning that were a little... He's gotten a lot better. JT's but JT. He it's doesn't really, really make just many been, mistakes. Uh, realistically, it's been... It's been yeah, it's, it's been it, it, yeah, and and it's been brutal defense, dude. It's like that's not MLB caliber yeah. defense. Yeah. Like, they're did. plays that I confidently feel like I could <laughs> yeah, make. Exactly. Honestly. So I mean, Nick Matone has an absolutely beautiful day. Segura had two hits. Uh, Adubel had another nice day. Uh, Mister Bat Bat flips. Yeah, I mean, man, Adubel had a good weekend. I think he's finally starting to see the ball better, and that's can only be good things for the Phils. But um. So Bryce had a chance in the ninth to, uh, to you know, make some noise first you and third two outs. You speak on that situation why Bryce came in the game because I'm already living it enough that yeah, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, this 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 move really confuses me uh, by Joe Girardi, and I like it kind of baffled me that he even came into the game. Like, put Jose Alvarado out anybody, there, big put man. Velasquez, I don't even put care. Velasquez out there. You know what I mean? Like he's already done it. Like. I, I just, especially when he first came up to bat and he bunted with yep. a guy on first and second with one yep. out and you're down five and you yep. bunt. I mean, like, that's how you know. Like, he, he, he can't. No, it was to throw in the outfield. Well, that too. But listen. <laughs> threw it 50 feet. Listen, I get I get all that, dude. But, like, in a huge spot in the game, you're go, you're putting a guy up there that can't even swing and he just hashed a bunt. Like, that's, that. come on, dude. Like, that can't happen. Like, I don't Bro, even I've care. Put, been, been yeah, put Vinny B out there to hit or he'll bunt. He can bunt better than Bryce. Bryce don't bunt that much. And anytime he does, it's down the third baseline. He's going for a hit. So, I mean, dude, and nobody's there when he does. So, even if he pops it up like he did, it's still going to land and he's still going to get a hit I, out I of it. I understand the situation that Joe Girardi was put in considering the amount of injuries. No, nah, dude, I don't, have, but, I don't get it. I really don't uh, get no, it. Like, he's uh, too valuable to yeah, your team. I agree. He's too uh-huh. valuable to your team to put in there if he's not 100%. Like I said, what did I say to you? I texted you and I literally said, put put big man Jose Alvarado anybody. out there. I don't care. Literally, literally put anybody but you him. Just, and man, I, I do, do and that. I do get that you didn't that they didn't have a bench piece. And he asked Bryce and Bryce was ready for it. But of course Bryce is going to be ready for it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to protect a player from himself. And Bryce Harper, you know, and you, yeah, but you know he's always going to want to go on the field and you know yep. he's always going to want to try. Yep. So... Sometimes, yeah, you have to protect Bryce Harper from Bryce Harper because if it was up to him, he would go and play every single day no matter what injury he's dealing with. Yeah, that's one thing I want to keep an eye on. We have an off day today. Uh, no game. We start a series with Marlins tomorrow. I'll be at the game on Wednesday. Not important, though. The thing to keep an eye on, though, again, we have an off day today. I want to see if Bryce Harper is back in the lineup tomorrow. I'm Listen, I want our players to get healthy. You know, I, I get we have a tough schedule coming up. It's a really tough yeah. schedule. But if we're gonna bend, if we're gonna sit and rest anyone, yeah, it might as well be against Marlins. I mean, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen, I don't care who it is. If if he is not, especially Bryce and JT, man, those two in particular, if they are not a hundred percent, do not thrust them into the yeah, game, no, Joe. Come on, don't. man. Like yeah. uh, they're they're way too valuable. You cannot you cannot thrust Bryce Harper into a game if he's not 100%. You, me and Khan have been talking about this all morning. That throw that he made on that double by Teoscar Hernandez. It was like 50 feet. Yeah, Bro, dude, it, 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 ground, it grounded to Segura by like, 
I think it went 100 feet. Man, one, two, least. three, four, five, six, seven, eight bounces, and then it started rolling, and then it finally got to him. It, it was like, just... come on, man! Like, you know, if he can't throw the ball, why are you? Why is he in the outfield? Yep. Come on, that's a lie. That it's a liability in itself. It was almost one. like insult to injury, and, though. The fact that one of the first balls. Hit, oh, and the first one did get hit to him. It was a fly ball, and then the yeah. second one was a double to him. It's like wow, like. Hmm. Uh, just a little preview on next week. Uh, they have six games that we'll be covering on Monday, and it'll be very brief, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, they have three with the Marlins and three with the Red Sox, all at home, so I expect them to at least get four of those. Uh, the Red Sox are a really good team, and I don't take anything away from them, but I think the Phillies are a very different team at home compared to what they are away. So I think they really need four of these. They need at least four of these games, and I think they absolutely need to win this series against the Marlins. Two of three against the Marlins is a must. And if you, I mean, if you sweep the Marlins and then lose the series to Boston, oh well, whatever. You need to win that series against Miami. You, yep. you need to be able to beat your division opponents, especially Agreed. a team that has owned you the past three to five years. I'm tired of it. And, and they're, they're the terrib- worst team Yeah, in the exactly. And they're always bad. So, I mean, they, they, they just, long story short, they got to win those games. Yep. So, it is the quarter mark of, of the MLB season, and uh, me and Colin wanted to, to get into some quarterly awards so we're gonna have our own quarterly award show here uh for the entire mlb first and then we'll get into our picks and then we're gonna do a phillies version as well so without further ado that's fine colin your al mvp i think that i think that this guy has emerged i think that he was a top prospect not that i think that well he was that i know that (laughs) He is one of the best prospects. Uh, last year, he was slightly overweight. He did not hit that well. Seemed like he couldn't get around on the ball in time uh, when he was hitting. What'd he do? He lost like 20, 30 pounds in the offseason. Really worked on his stuff. I mean, his dad is all... Is his dad a Hall of Famer? Oh, his dad's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, his dad's a Hall of Famer. And he, this guy has absolutely raked uh, since last year. He is batting 319 with 11 home runs, 30 RBIs. And a 1.049 OPS, and he goes by the name of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. At the age of 22. Now, this guy was one of the highest rated prospects for a reason. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't he the best prospect? Yeah, he was the number one prospect. Yeah, he was the number one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I think it was like three years. Yeah. And it is the quarter of the season. You know, we're 40 games in. But this guy has shown exactly what we thought he was capable of, uh, especially against Phillies, unfortunately. But he's absolutely raked all year. He has been a pyrotechnician in the middle of the Blue Jays lineup. This Blue Jays lineup has been absolutely gross all year. I mean, you have guys like Randall Grichuk hitting. But not the point. The point is, is Vladimir Guerrero has been the key to their run production. Uh, I'm not even really sure what else to say. There's been so many great athletes, so many great baseball players in the AL that could you know, potentially win an AL MVP. But to see what this man has done in the quarter of a year, a quarter of a season at the age of 22, to me, is just absurd. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, he, he, you can't go wrong with Figaro. And then he's, you said it best. He was he was overweight last year. Yeah. And, you know, he could still hit the ball and all these things. But you can just see it now. Like, the way he's running and the way, like, the way he's making plays. He looks healthier. Yeah, dude. He looks, like, healthier. He looks You know what he looks like. And I'm like, different side of the plate. You know, whatever. He is a Prince Fielder clone to me. A little skinnier. Oh, yeah, a little skinnier. A little skinnier. But, 
I'm saying like yeah. the way he hits and the way oh. he can jack a home run. Dude, did uh, you see the home run he hit yesterday? Yeah, it was. It was the longest home run I think I've ever seen. Whoa. That as soon as he hit it, you so could just was right when right when okay yeah, but Boba dude, I, I really do think there were houses in the Dunedin. There were houses right behind that stadium, and I think he might have hit. Like yeah. I think he might have rolled up on. One. I think he might have rolled up on one. Like and they were far, dude. Like they they were far. Yeah. There's not much to say. I yeah, no, mean, you, you can't go wrong with Vlad. I think I think that's a great pick. He's been phenomenal for the Blue Jays. Uh, I think as of right now, he's got to be AL MVP. Again, there's other guys though that easily so can my be MVP attested. of the American League this year is you know someone that I've always kind of admired the way he plays the game because I think a lot of guys that come from. Uh, from Asia, they have they they just respect the game more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they they just they respect what they're doing more. But this guy, you know, y- you haven't seen a guy like this play baseball since the early years of Babe Ruth. I mean, it's this is a guy who is that's probably the most athletic player in the game. Yeah, and he's always had the athleticism, but. I think what puts him over the top and what makes him MVP this year is the way he has pitched. This guy is pitching out of his mind this year. My AO MVP is Shohei Otani right now. And he's pitched 25 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 11 hits. The walks. All year, he's given up 11 hits. He has 20 walks, which is awful. But, I mean, when you've only given up six earned runs with those walks, I don't care how many walks you have. He's got a 2.10 ERA. That's pretty good. That is a that is a ace caliber player. Also playing right field at DH. At all, at, yes, exactly. At all aspects, he's you didn't got say his name yet. He's got forty. Yeah, I did. He's got forty strikeouts pitching. Yeah. That's crazy. And now we'll flip to the other side where Show he plays Showtime. where he plays right field where he dh's where he leads the league in home runs with 12 this guy has been everything for this angels team man he he is showing out and i mean his average is what's it's at 262 so it's not great but he's got 12 home runs 29 rbis six stolen bases six stolen bases that's right he he strikes out a lot which is i mean Nah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you're striking out a lot and you're throwing a 2.10 ERA and you're still batting 270 and leading the league in home runs. I don't care. Yeah. You can strike out as much as you want. So, I mean, this guy is just what, like Colin said, he he's the most athletic player in the league. I think personally, just because of what he can do and the stuff that he has on the mound is special yeah. and the way he swings the bat is majestic. You, yeah. his home runs are long, majestic, beautiful. I think Otani is the MVP right now in the AL. Uh, so we'll go to the NL now. Yeah, oh, we'll go to the NL now. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to say this guy for the sole reason that he is on my fantasy team and he absolutely rakes and gets me a ton of points. But realistically, he's the catalyst of the Reds. He, uh, you know, they've had a couple of surprise players in Jesse Winker and Tyler and Tyler Naquin. Tyler they've both been great this year, but. I mean, the heart and soul, man, since they've acquired him, has got to be Nick Nick Castellanos. He's, again, do, doing it all this year. He's got a 1.015 OPS. That's fantastic. 10 home runs, 25 RBIs, and on top of that, he's been 326. 
I mean, it's it's insane what he's been able to do since he's came there. He, he's come there. I mean, when he was on the Tigers, I knew he was good. I I knew that he was a good player, but he needed to go somewhere else. And then uh, that same year that I thought that uh, he ended up going to the Chicago Cubs, and over there he absolutely raked with them. And then eventually signed in the offseason with the Reds a few years ago. And man, has he just tore it up with them? He's I feel been like abs- he's always been sneaky good. Yeah, he's always been just really good, and he's never. And nobody really talks about no, him. No, because he's twenty nine, and if you look back five years ago, Miggy was still, still raking yeah. with the Tigers. Yeah. So he didn't get a lot of shine, but he's he's been, he's been really good yeah, this entire year. I don't think that he's, uh, you know, I think there is, I think there's other players who are more of an obvious pick. Uh, Logan will probably Logan's gonna name the one that's probably the most yeah. obvious, but I think that you gotta show love to to this guy. He's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't like like I just said, I, not a lot of people talk about Nick Castellanos, and I, I think I don't know why really because I mean you look at him every single year and he's very very consistent and mm-hmm. he goes out there every especially when he's since he's been with Cincinnati. Yeah, he's he's just good. Yeah, man, he's just a good player. Like that's a that's a quality baseball player, and having him on your team. Is nothing but positive, like, yep. and he's a great person too in the in the well, clubhouse yeah. and all this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just he's a good pick. Uh, Here's the obvious pick, though. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got to go at Ronald Acuna Jr. and he's batting three hundred. Like, I mean, he's always over three hundred, but he's batting three hundred. He also leads the league in home runs with twelve, and he's also missed games. So you know, him leading the league in home runs with twelve is it's, it's pretty good with missing. You know, I think he a missed. Handful, yeah, good he's, he's missed like a week or two weeks, of weeks, games. Yeah. So he's got twenty four RBIs, six stolen bases. He's got an OPS over a thousand. I mean, he's just a great baseball he's player, cute. man. He he's, he he's, he his eye is unbelievable. The pop he has at the top of the order is unbelievable. The contract that he signed is unbelievable. Like, are you kidding me? What was his contract? It was like eight years, eighty mil. Really? Yes, he's oh he's playing for nothing. Him and I, him and Albies are playing on the cheapest deals I've ever seen, dude. I don't know oh, how yeah. this guy doesn't make more money. You tell me we have to deal with him. Yeah, for years and and guess contract. what? They have enough money to just. That's why. Why do you think they always have enough money to go out and sign a one year, twenty five million dollar deal with Josh Donaldson or like guys like that? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the contracts that they signed were absolutely insane. And as soon as they signed them, I knew it was an absolute steal for the Braves. Albies isn't as good as Acuna, but he's still a very, good very player. good. Yeah, he's a very, very good player. Yeah. So you got two guys that are making less than one hundred fifty million dollars combined total on their yeah. contracts. That one is a perennial MVP candidate, and he's going to be for a very long time. And, one is and the other one is a top baseman. ten second baseman in the league, and they're both making less than one hundred fifty million combined. It's, I mean, but to Acuna. You know the Braves swindled those guys, but yeah, Acuna, he's an absolute great player, man. He's a straight baller, and he's only gonna get better, dude. He's so young that like no twenty three year olds are just doing this all the time. Like that's just it just doesn't really happen that much. So I mean, I don't know. I just look at this guy, and it, of course he's with Atlanta, but boy, he's going to be a thorn in the side of the, of Phillies. the Phillies and. Anyone. Every the other whole, NL team. East team a- for team. sure, but yeah, any, any team, team in general that has to go into Atlanta yep. and hear the God, yeah, I hate that thing too. All right, uh, moving on, we got NL or no, we got AL Cy Young Award. Uh, I think that there's another obvious pick, and I think Logan will be mentioning that one. I'm gonna go with the less obvious pick. Let's show some love to this guy. 
he's been so underrated pretty much his entire career for the sole reason, for the sole reason that he's been on an awful team. Uh, and I'm not just picking this guy because he's just doing no hitter. Uh, his you can take a look at his other starts. He's been absolutely gross this year. John Means, I mean, he's playing for the Orioles. He's playing for one of the more abysmal teams in the whole entire league. He's four zero with a one point two one. He's got 52 innings pitch, 53 strikeouts, and a whip of 7-1. I mean, it's disgusting. Uh, again, a guy that never, really get, literally never gets talked about, and, and he's amazing. He's been absolutely amazing. Oh, he is, dude. I mean, as soon as he, I mean, he threw that no-hitter in Seattle, and I mean, that's unbelievable. It's a great feat for him. The fact that he has continued, even after that, yeah. to just absolutely Deal. dominate anybody that he plays. I mean, it's a, it's really a great pick. I mean, and I I can't fall. I think, I think, dude, I think Means is the front runner, to be honest, to get that Cy Young. Especially, right now? dude, nah, it's, it's that guy. Ah, nah, dude, I don't know, guy. dude. Nah, the only reason guy. I say that, dude, is because the guy that I'm going to talk about is On his team is team. way better. Yeah. And this guy... They stink, dude. The Orioles are terrible. Yeah. They have a terrible lineup. And, I mean, like, Mancini, Mullins, they're, they got a couple good players. But, dude, overall, they are not good. They are not a good baseball team. And he does not get run support. So, if you have a 4-0 record with a 1.21 ERA, something's going right for yeah. you. Not, not even so much anybody else. Yeah. I mean, the defense obviously has to do their thing, which every MLB defense usually does. They're literally an the worst here team there. in their division. So. Yeah, in a great division. Yeah. They, at least, is always a great division. And he's been performing. John Means, I mean, that's a great pick. I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. That's yeah. Shout out Gav. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out Gav. <laughs> and Dakota. I mean, yeah. And, and No, nah, no, nah, not him. He beat me. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did he beat you in, Lex? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so, Garrett Cole, eight games, five and one, with a 1.37 ERA, 52 and two-thirds innings. He's got 78 strikeouts already. I mean... <laughs> I mean that is just absurd. He's got a .68 whip. This guy's the best. Uh, he's the best pitcher in baseball, and no, he is. He's the best pitcher in baseball, in my opinion, and he has been since. No, Jacob Degrom. Sorry, since sorry, Houston. sorry. No. So sorry, no. Nope. okay, yeah, Degrom. Jacob Degrom okay, is literally yeah, DeGrom. the best pitcher in baseball. All right, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. But they're they're one A one B. Yes. You can't go wrong with either one. No. He's. I think he's the best pitcher in the American League. Uh, you sure you could say the I, I yeah you know what yeah you're right. I would I would probably say Degrom's number one as well, and then Garrett Cole is a close second. Like he is right there. He is a very 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 solid pitcher, and you know he was he was always kind of good in Pittsburgh, but like he was never like solid solid. And as soon as he went to Houston, I feel like everything changed, and yeah. he, he I think he got surrounded by great pitching as well. Yep. And I think he realized he has got the he's got size to go and do all these things like he's got the size to be a f- absolute flamethrower yeah. and do all these things so he's, i mean he's a great player and he's and he's on a good team that gives him run support so i think he's only his win total is only going to go up i mean i think he'll probably eclipse around 20 wins he's so. easily solidified as the second best pitcher in baseball yeah. I, I think there's no question about that 100 percent best in the al uh similarly to what you said i know uh, what's his name? Charlie Morton turned his career around when he was on yeah. Houston. Uh, I know they did some stuff with Henry and all that good stuff. Yeah. Their pitching coach did wonders with every. I mean, Verlander one side. Yeah, on. and, and I think I think I mean their pitching coach did great and all, but like when you have guys like in the locker room, like for example, for a guy like Cole, like you walk into a locker room with Zach Granke, Justin Verlander, all these guys that are so that have been yeah. consistently good for so long, like they can they can yeah. teach you some things. So, 
moving to the NL. This is exactly why Jacob DeGrom accidentally hit the mic. Uh, this is exactly why Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. Oh, I know. Three and two. Not a great <laughs> which record. Is, which is not which his is, fault at all. And not his, not fault, his fault at all. He because, gives up one run and he gets a loss. Because the, what do you, if you had to guess, what do you think his ERA is? Oh, dude. 0.52. 0.68. Yeah, there's some, no, it's, point, point it's something insane. Now, he's missed a couple starts due to injuries, only pitched six games. But he has 40 innings pitched, 65 strikeouts. And I know Cole's ratio he's is at pretty... 78 with two more games. Yeah, 78 with two more games. Oof. 40 innings pitched, 65 strikeouts. What's his whip? A .60 whip. He is easily the best pitcher in baseball. It sucks that his team can never win him games. Nah, no, I it doesn't. hate. Well, we like it. <laughs> we like it, but as as MLB yeah, fans, yeah. it really sucks. I wish for him. he was on a different team. It, I mean, dude. Any uh, team, any team not named the Phillies in the NL East, I don't like your player. So I hate when they have a great yeah. player like the ground because you respect great. Like I mean, I've said I already said this in the show. I respect greatness to the point where, like, I love to see guys that are that good succeed. <laughs> but, man, a guy like DeGrom, I love when they lose one nothing and he pitches in. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I love I love getting see, that up there. I mean, dude, the stats speak for itself. Uh, he's won Cy Young what list? He, did he win Cy Young last year? I think he, yeah, I think he did. Pretty sure or, he did. Or he won I mean, the list two out of three years. Been... I don't even know. It doesn't matter. He's gross. He's been the best pitcher in... in in baseball for a couple years now. He's fantastic. I hate that he's on the Mets because yeah. I'm a Phillies fan, and so is Lokes, and so is probably everyone listening. Uh, but that's that, Lokes. So here's another guy who gets no run support. Every time he pitches, I feel like I get an update on my phone that says, Brewers lose 2-1 off of, you know, whatever. Corbin Burns has been someone that kind of just bursted onto the scene like not a lot of guys i mean he's only 26 so he's still young but i mean besides this year did you know anything about corbin burns couldn't couldn't tell you no nobody knew anything about corbin burns and guess what he's not even the best pitcher in their staff man brandon woodruff's had a great year too but he's two and three which is you know meh but he gets no run support so i can't even fault it's the same thing with the grom i can't fault their records for anything he's got a 1.57 era that's very good. He's only pitched 34 innings because he's only pitched six games because I'm pretty sure he was on the COVID list for a couple weeks. He was, he was. So his strikeout ratio is 58 to 1, uh, his strikeout to walk ratio, and he's got a whip of 0.64. That is someone that has been absolutely dynamic, and he's striking out people at will. I mean, he's just been a great... He's been so surprisingly good for the Brewers that... I don't even think they expected him no, to be as good as definitely. he is. I mean, because they have other people like Freddie Peralta. Yeah, and Freddie Brandon Peralta, Woodruff. Brandon Woodruff, who are both strikeout guys yeah. who you expect to be the one two and a good one two. Yeah. And this guy comes out of bursting onto the scene, and now Milwaukee's got a three headed monster that, to be Can't honest, hit. two years ago, nobody would have thought of. No. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, if they got a couple more. I mean, and Yelich has been abysmal all year well, when he played, and when he's hurt yeah. now, yeah, you I mean, obviously, he can't do anything, but. If he comes back, and, and they still have a half-decent record, so if he comes back and starts hitting and, you know, Lorenzo Cain figures it out and a couple other, I mean... Keston here needs to figure it out, too. Yeah, I mean, they could catch the Cardinals. Yeah. They got the pitching. The Cardinals don't. That's the one thing about the Cardinals that I I really don't think they have. They got Flaherty, obviously, and Miles Michaels is making his way back, but they really don't have the... And they have the yeah. bullpen. Yeah. So if they can get a starter or two, then they'd be real dangerous, but... All right, so we're going to go to 
AL Rookie of the Year. Yes. Uh, it, now, for Rookie of the Year, it's been extremely limited. Yes, because obviously uh, not a lot of rookies come yeah, in and play right in, away. In terms of what we've seen so far, but uh, right off the bat, uh, again, it's uh-huh. I don't know if it's really a strut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he's uh, Michael Kopech. Uh, I know there's been, some, not controversy, but a lot of confusion regarding what's going on with him because this guy was supposed to come up. He was supposed to be uh, one of the nastiest pitchers we've ever seen. And don't get me wrong, he's been absolutely disgusting this year. But we're not seeing him in the role that we'd usually see him in. Now, he's not starting, and it's a little weird. Yeah. But he's been a he's been a 3-4 inning guy. And he's been solid. Uh, and a spot starter for... Uh, the White Sox. He's been kind of a long reliever, but he's two and zero with a one point one seven. Only has twenty six point one innings pitched, but he has forty strikeouts in that span. Uh, he's got a really solid WHIP zero point nine one. There's not much else to say. Um, it's crazy to think about that the White Sox have quite. I won't name the other one. Uh, they got three guys. They got three guys who are great rookies. They got Nick Madrigal and one other person that Logan's about to mention that I don't want to bring up. But uh, <laughs> you know, there's other guys. You know. To, to keep in uh to check in on um you know we might see Adley Rushman this year catcher for Baltimore we might see uh well we already are starting Jared to Klesnick see Jared is going to be a good player Jared Kellenick yeah. sorry he's going to be oh yeah he's going to be a good be player stunned. so uh, and I love the fact that the Mets dealt him away oh yeah beautiful <laughs> that's the best thank, part thank goodness right? uh, for a couple of bums thank goodness uh, but yeah essentially it's a very very limited population that we can pick from right now uh, but so far, Michael Kopech is mine. I but think, yeah, I think that uh, my rookie of the year in it's German not, uh, Mercedes yeah, yeah. is far and away the pick so far. Uh, man, he's batting three fifty eight. Now he's a twenty eight year old rookie. At least twenty eight. He's a twenty eight year old rookie, hey. and he's batting three fifty eight. He's got five home runs, twenty two RBIs, an OPS of point nine five one. Uh, dude, he's batting three fifty eight. That's that's. That's enough. To, that's yeah. all you need to know. I and mean, he started off the year eight for eight. <laughs> and yeah, and he's a strictly DH. Like he's he's only like he doesn't really play the field. And when I don't he does, think he plays it's, the field at all. I, I mean, yeah, I think he's I think he's played it one time this year, yeah. and it was for a limited amount of time. It wasn't even yeah. a full game. So yeah, he's strictly a DH. He plays first sometimes, not really. They have a Abreu there, so I mean, there's no reason for him to really play unless you're gonna give Abreu a break and just let yeah. him hit for the day. But overall, this guy has been an absolute stud all year. Uh, uh, Colin just mentioned it. Uh, they have Nick Madrigal as well, who's been very, very solid for them. Three very good rookies. Uh, you know, most teams, most teams really only have one. Like, most teams really only have one rookie that you look at, and you're like, wow, he's had. Especially this part of the year, it's so early that, like, not a lot of guys have just straight rookies coming out of you know camp already on the team. So, you look at this guy Mercedes and what he's done. It's it's. It's been really, really, really fun to watch, and like Colin said, he started the year off eight and eight or eight four eight, yeah. I should say. Uh, you know, he's 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 been fun. Him along with the rest of the entire White Sox team, they have just been a fun team to watch, and they're playing, they're playing to have fun. Yeah. And I think like you look at a guy like Tim Anderson, guy plays the game to have fun, and I love it. Yep, I agree. All right, now we got NL Rookie of the Year. I think that this is a much, yeah, it might be even tighter. And what we're seeing in the AL, I think that one guy has done, and I hate it, but we'll, Logan will speak on him. Um, we got uh, 
Dylan Carlson for my pick, and I know this sounds like a stretch, but to be honest, there haven't hasn't really been that many. Uh, great. I don't really think it's a stretch. He he he's been two eighty one, three home runs, seventeen RBIs. OPS isn't that high; it's hovering around eight hundred. I mean, it's it's very solid statistics for for a rookie. I mean, he's twenty two years old. I know he was a top one hundred prospect. And that uh, lineup, though, like he's batting what? I think he's batting two. Set, he's yeah. batting two right now. Yeah. In a uh, great lineup. Yeah, in a very, very... A star-studded lineup. Yeah, for sure. Especially with a guy like Yachty, who's playing the way he is at yeah. such an old age. I don't know how that's and possible. And Aaron is showing... Dude, he's been like yeah, 300. Yeah, he's... all of a sudden. He, and he started the season terrible, and yeah. now he is coming on oh, yeah. strong. I mean, like, yeah, expected. he's coming on... Yeah, expected, I mean, yeah, he's though. the best third baseman in baseball, and there's no uh, doubt about it, so... Um, yeah, I don't really I can't have, the Rockies got rid of him. I don't really have... I don't really know what else to say. I mean, the Rockies are about to get rid of Trevor Story too. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, I want him uh, so he's gonna go to the Yankees. bad. Don't get your hopes no, up. Don't get your hopes no, up. Don't get your no. hopes up, please. But Dylan no, Carlson. I want him so badly. So do I, but it's not going to happen. Uh, Dylan Carlson. I don't even want to say anything else. Jeff, I hope you're happy. Jeff, hope you're happy. And Dylan Carlson, yay. Cardinals, yay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dylan Carlson. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. Now here's uh, now here's the guy I wanted to say. But... Yeah, so I mean, I think this would have to be the pick, especially this early in the season. Trevor Rogers has been uh, very very good, <laughs> dude. He's been very good for the Miami Marlins, and of course it's for the Miami Marlins. Man, you look at them like they got Sixto Sanchez just waiting. There's waiting in the wings. Like he's he's gonna come up too. That's a crazy one-two punch, especially if Rogers pitches the way he does. He's five and two this year with a one point eight four ERA. He's got fifty seven strikeouts. His whip's just above one. I mean, he's been so good. And it's like, wow, really? Really? I mean, he was a first over I mean, he was a first round pick, thirteenth overall. So I mean, I guess he was supposed to be this good, but yeah. it just sucks that he comes up here and he's doing this good for yeah. for the my for the Marlins. So I mean uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, so that is our quarterly uh, awards. Uh, we're gonna get into the Phillies briefly. So we're gonna do briefly. a quick, yeah, brief Phillies awards. And I'm gonna start it off with MVP. the MVP, which is obviously to me Bryce Harper. And for reasons that go beyond go, statistics. yes, they go beyond statistics, and I think they go beyond the game in general like i think he's just man he's just their leader man he's their captain he's their rock he's their every like him and jt and then you could it's a toss-up between those two because he's had a great year as well but i think he struck out a little more than i would like to see jt strike out but you know whatever that's yeah, yeah. that's gonna work itself out bryce harper every day in right field he stabilizes the lineup he stabilizes the outfield he stabilizes the team and yeah. he's a great leader he's a great person he's a great talker there's nothing you don't like about this guy. He's th- the home run stats aren't there yet, which is, I mean, it's a little concerning. But I mean, his average is making up for it, and yeah. he's he's getting extra base hits. It's not like he's, and it's not like he's like not. It's not like he's not hitting home runs at all. Like the ones he hits, they're absolute nukes, and he barely gets strikes thrown to him. He's and he's time too. And he's yes, there. and he's been a little hurt, and which is which is a little concerning, but. At the same time, man, it's gonna work itself out. He's still young enough to where his his shoulders are like his shoulders are gonna get you're gonna get hurt every once in a while. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, I don't. Uh, I think we'll just do you know we each pick one. Yeah, or, yeah. or I won't even pick one. We'll no, just, no, we'll, we'll just, just yeah, we'll yeah. just talk about the ones. Um, no questions asked. I I think that it's been Bryce Harper. I know 
I've had a, it's been a long time for me. It's been a I long know. time coming. You're I've coming had to, around. I've had to man. He's proven me wrong. We've been over this before. Uh, I don't want to see him hurt because I want to see the Phillies win, and I know the Phillies have a better chance of winning when he's in the yeah. lineup. Uh, it's Bryce Harper. It's what he does on the field. It's what he does off the field. It's what he does in the clubhouse, uh, 100%. Uh, Cy Young, I'll start with this one. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Zach Wheeler. And it hurts because I love Nola. I love my. I love me some Nola. Listen, yeah, but, Nola but, too, but but he's struggling. He's struggling, and I think it's a funk that he'll be able to get out of. I think that it just needs a little time. Uh, but Wheeler, man, three and two with a two a two eight five. That's fantastic. Uh, you know this guy's a fireballer, but he doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. But that's fine because if he's gonna go deep into games and yeah. and he's gonna you know I'd rather him pitch seven innings. And not get a single strikeout, but only let up one hit. You know, if that's what, yeah, yeah. what if that's the trade off. I mean, he's got a whip. Just it's a one point zero two. This is a guy that was a really high risk, high reward signing, in my opinion. Five years, one hundred and ten mil. He never had a season below a three point nine six with the Mets. Uh, he constantly got injured, so uh, I mean, he's been fantastic for us, and he's embraced the city so well. Yeah, and I like. I want to talk about that contract because at now, this at this point, it looks very team friendly. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. A lot of people were very worried about the signing, and I think for fair reasons. Yes, of course, for fair reasons, because like as as you just said, he wasn't he was never under a three nine with the Mets. I mean, he always had the stuff, but he kind of had the same issues that Noah had in the sense that like he would get roughed up for one inning, but the roughed up inning he would get yeah. roughed up like he but would the get, injuries he would too get roughed up. Yeah, and the he injuries. had a couple injuries. And most of the guys that throw that hard do end up. Yeah, you're injuries. gonna get hurt every once in a while. He's seasoned now. I think his arm's used to throwing now, and he's—I mean—he's thirty years old. He's still in his prime. They have him for this is what his second, second, his second year of his deal. Yeah, so they'll have him until he's around 33, 34. I think that's perfect, right around then. And even then, they might even throw another one to two year deal at him to stay at the bottom of their rotation. I think it was a great signing, and I think, like you said, he embraces the city well. He's kind of a hometown guy. He—I think he grew up in—I want well. I mean, he grew up in Georgia, but I mean, he—he he wanted to stay in the East. Like yeah. when he when he left the Mets, like I think that was his main goal was to stay somewhere close because I think his I think his girlfriend's family Philly, hovers yeah. around yeah either Philly yeah. or the New Jersey area so I mean whatever but he's been a great signing he's been team friendly and yeah dude he's he's been the signing this year so the last one we're gonna get into rookie of the year rookie of the year Nicky Matone oh my god diamond in the rough again uh, you know I don't think we need, really need to speak on this for long but uh, you could tell us stats real quick if you want. Batting 316. Two home runs were the last game, but I mean, he's not really a home run hitter. He's batting 316. That's all I care about. He's batting 316. I feel like every time this guy gets into the lineup, he's getting at least two hits. And what else? How many RBIs is he? He's like got seven, seven RBIs. RBIs. Yeah, seven RBIs. He's got a .810 OPS, which is fine. Right, fine. Around, right for, around the same contact, as Dylan Carlson. For a contact hitter, that's He's got fine. two stolen bases. Yeah, uh, listen, and he's absolutely clean with the glove. He dude. was a seventh round pick. He's cleaned with the glove. He's everything. He was a seventh-round pick. Uh, that is beautiful. I don't even want to keep talking about him because uh, no, his man. play speaks for for itself. He's been fantastic. I, I love this kid. Yeah, he's he's a crazy. kid that has absolutely 100% proven that he needs to be in the lineup every single day. He has to be in the lineup yeah. every single day. I don't care if he's playing first, second, third, short. Uh, left field, right field, outfield, catcher. I don't care if he's pitching. Yeah, just find him. He, well. he needs to be. In, okay, I care if he's <laughs> pitching, but he needs to be in the lineup, yeah. man. He's just that find good. a spot for him. Um, so that's gonna wrap up this episode. Uh, 
we want to get into a little bit of a preview for our next episode because I think it's going to be really, really fun. Um, so we're starting up a little bit of a new segment, which is going to take up, I'd say, most of the time on the next episode. Uh, it's called Prospect Talk. And what me and Colin were thinking was we're going to try to get uh, some sort of high school, college, or minor league prospect that is somewhere in the system. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Philly yeah. system, but... Uh, we basically want to talk to you know some of the young guys that are trying to make their way up into the bigs, you know, talk about everyday life, talk about you know what's different between now and you know maybe they're playing high school and college and stuff like that. So uh, I think we have a really, really, really uh, good nice first guest for this. Yes, and you want uh, to say the guest though. No, I'm not. Of course not. But uh, he's in the minor league systems. Uh, he's been a We've known him for well, we've known of him for a very, very long time, and he's he's been he's been a solid, solid, solid player. His basically his entire high school career, could have had a full ride, you know. He chose to go the draft way, got drafted, and he's lighting it up in the minors right now. So we're super, super excited to talk to him, and we're super, super excited to you know let you guys hear that interview. So next week, you know, prospect talks probably going to take up, I'd say. You know what? Good four, chunk. Yeah, it's gonna take up a good chunk in the episode, but it's gonna be super, super fun to get to know uh, what this guy does every day and you know how he takes on life. So I think it'll be a good time. Yep. Uh, well, also, uh, just just so you guys know, like we already said it before, but we got a three game series at home coming up starting on Tuesday with the Marlins, and then we finish it out another home series against the Red Sox. Uh, hopefully, we can get some wins this week. Go positive. Uh, Four and two's the goal. Four and two's two's the goal. goal. Anything. Uh, It's been a great week. Uh, We love doing this podcast for you guys. It's it's so fun for us. I hope you guys enjoy. And Logan, man, it's been it's been a blast. And uh, you know you guys can always catch us around the joint.